I can shake my jowls like a turkey. What? What does that mean? Look at, look at, look at, look at my underneath my my chin. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, impressive. Isn't that pretty cool? Very impressive. That was good for podcast. Mm. That was really good for podcast. Yeah, okay. I don't really know how to start this other than that. To right, be honest with you, start something else. How? What do you want me to say? This is all going in, by the way. We've started. Yeah. Yep. What would you like me to say to start this podcast? Give me something. What was your favorite thing you ate for dinner this weekend? Good start. Let's um, go. What was my favorite thing I ate this weekend? Yeah, for dinner. Or, I, or honestly, anything. Yeah, I'll tell you. My wife mm-hmm. makes great food. Shout out, Melody. But more than anything, she makes great tacos. Oh, okay. And last night, she made some tacos. That wasn't the weekend, but that's okay. Whatever. I don't care. So, Monday she, night, we, she made we great make, tacos. She makes tacos about three or four times a week. But yeah. well, You have tacos three or four times a week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, my gosh. There are different ty- types of tacos. Like Sometimes it'll be like a hard shell that you buy, like pre-made hard shells. I don't like those. Right. I like flour tortillas. That you fold over fold the... Fold over. Yeah. Hang down. Nice. Parmesan cheese, olive oil. That's it? That's all you need. On the taco or like on like... No, you, you take a corn tortilla. Oh, on the tortilla. You grill it. Not okay. grill it, but what do you call it? Uh, uh, Sear it? You, I guess. Do you put it in the oven and like hang it over the... Sometimes. Okay. I guess it would be baking but it's best it to technically. Be in, to pan fry it with right. oil and then put Parmesan cheese on it. Right. That's it. So you have a I, and cheesy crunchy taco. Semi crunchy. Right. Okay. Well, my favorite thing that I had for dinner this weekend was pizza. Pizza. Dude, every weekend. it's I'm a pizza guy. I'll forever be a pizza guy. Until I die. Pizza man. You know, until you become lactose intolerant and when you get older. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll still eat it. I mean, you know what? <laughs> I'll be sitting on the toilet, but to me, that's worth it. If You're, I lose out on my pizza privileges. Absolutely correct. It, it is worth it. If I lose out on pizza privileges for the rest of my life because I'm lactose intolerant, let's, well, let's just, un, uh, for lack of a better term, let's just unplug the cord because so it's over for Here's me. my thing real quick before we get to the <laughs> our show. This is um, good. This is good banter. Okay. Don't let it interrupt us. <laughs> Speaking of tacos, mm-hmm. now tacos are always, I mean, sorry, tacos can be made at home better right. than you can get at a restaurant in most times, wow. especially around here. Well, yeah. My wife can make great tacos, but I've never made or I've never eaten homemade pizza that's better than your basic delivery. Have you? That is an interesting observation. Um, no, I also think pizza is like a lot harder to make homemade than why? No offense to talk like, but ta- because oh, like no, for sure, because like I tortillas gotcha. you can get just the tortillas in in a store. Yeah, but like you have to like ma- not necessarily make the bread, but you have to get the flour to make the bread in order mm-hmm. to do homemade pizza. That's a lot, and that's not that's not easy. You need an oven that cooks like yeah. perfectly even. Yeah, it's harder to make pizza. I think it's really hard, or have like a brick oven or whatever that you can. It s- helps slide it in there and whatever. I used to work at pizza a pizza place two or three pizza places and um when I was younger and one of them was a brick oven and I tell you what the best it's it, the best way to eat pizza it really does make a difference it's weird you don't think about it until I think that's a perfect example it's pizza also barbecue like there you can yeah. taste the difference between like wood fire barbecue and like gas fired mm-hmm. barbecue and charcoal and charcoal barbecue barbecue yeah barbecue yeah wood but anyways pine pine wood yeah reload hey we do we do games here and uh speaking of overcooked that's a good game it is i don't know why i'm talking about food so much i'm really i'm not even hungry i had chicken fried steak though for lunch dude i tore it up i tore it up i said last week just for fun fact for all the listeners who listened last week i was going through it last week i started getting the shakes like halfway through the episode i had to stop go get some snacks start munching on stuff mm-hmm. uh and then i came back and we were fine but i i told myself this week i was like i have to eat like something like a good lunch yeah before i had a good lunch before i got here too gotta um, get that energy yeah uh for active reload hey welcome to the show ladies and welcome to active reload uh episode 32 we're gonna call this one palgerism question mark <laughs> the pal world success and drama we're gonna talk about pal world uh it's big in the news mm-hmm. uh it, i think it i just saw that it broke the record that was set by Counter Strike for the most concurrent, 
I don't know if it was concurrent, but like 24 hour amount of people playing something like that. Okay. I saw a, a good reporting there by James. Um, but it was something like that. It's up there. It's I been know huge. It had it's over been a 1 million hit. concurrent players. Yeah. So. On Steam. But an absolute monster hit. We also have to talk about Xbox Direct that happened like the day after we recorded last yeah, week. Bad timing by us. And so we're only going to talk about the trifecta, mm-hmm. Hellblade, Avowed, and In- Machine Games. Yeah. They're back. Indiana I mean, Jones. I wish it was Wolfenstein, yeah. but I'm okay. I, I'm really scared that they're going to bail on Remember a couple of weeks ago when we talked about uh, upcoming games mm-hmm. and we said whatever... Machine, Machine Games, games is working, is working on. on. Yeah. Well, we found well, guess out. what? It's Indiana Jones. That's you know, what it's working on. I knew someone was working on Indiana Jones. I didn't know it was Machine Games. I don't know if this was a secret or not, but I yeah. don't remember. But I it was know. a surprise. To they me. may have announced it, or they may have said an Xbox developer is work or something like that, because mm-hmm. they're part of Bethesda and Bethesda yeah. owned by Microsoft. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but let's first talk about some paldurism, possibly question mark. <laughs> Palgerism as in plagiarism, plagiarism with the A and the L. Yeah. But thanks swap. for hey, nice job. Thanks for explaining the joke there, Chief. That was You're really welcome. good. Uh let's talk some Power World. So first off, I'm gonna let's talk about the drama. Well, well let's, right. let's just tell everybody what's happening. So Power was Power World was released and a lot of people started playing it. Mm-hmm. it I was, think a lot of people are playing it because it, this time of year, end of January, February, March. Right. It's usually dominated by one company, Capcom, with a Resident Evil game. But for the most part, it's always some sort of indie game or some game that comes out of left field and everybody plays it. Like, everybody plays it. I don't think if Power World came out in November, we'd no. be talking about no, this. nobody would have been playing this game. I think the big sell for it, though, was... I guess the it wasn't even a marketing ploy by them because I don't think they could have used this as a marketing ploy. But, like... The fan base kind of getting around, yeah, it's Pokemon with guns. Yeah. Which I think was a big kind of attraction for a lot of people. I don't think they could have said that because that would have been yeah. maybe a little illegal as a marketing strategy. I didn't see anything about this game marketing wise. It was just. A, I did for a little bit. You did? I remember okay. seeing comparisons to Ark and right. Pokemon, but I don't. Hmm. I don't remember anything was, from them specifically, yeah. like the developer specifically or Me the either. publisher. You know, the developers are kind of mysterious, by the way. They are. But they're, I don't know if they're smaller, but yeah, they don't make any like triple they're smaller, A games. But they don't seem small, and that's kind of been raising these red flags right. now. So before I talk about the drama, because there's drama that's going on with this game. Yeah. A lot of it is involved with copyright stuff or people claiming copyright issues, mostly Nintendo fans, May- to be fair. Right. Yeah. Not uh, a lot of like actual. So here's some facts. Um, this game passed all legal reviews before it was released. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that they haven't broken any laws with copyright. I'm just saying they passed their legal reviews. Nintendo has looked at this game or whoever makes Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's a second party team. Niantic, yeah. right? Isn't that right? Um, they've looked at this game. It is a satire. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to classify this game. Another thing, there, are, there is no evidence of AI development. As a, you know, a lot of people think that a lot these a the assets were pulled AI yes. wise. Yeah, it might be true, it, but there's no evidence right saying it is. From what I've seen, it does it does kind of give off that vibe when yeah. you when you're seeing people run around it and whatnot. And I, to be honest with you, I haven't played it, um, but I've watched a lot of gameplay of it and stuff. And there are certain like some of the character models that I've seen of like your actual physical character. I'm like, this just doesn't look like something a human being would draw. Yeah, but they also do a lot of the same things that Ark does yeah. where you can just customize it in the most absurd way where you have like, like, um, yeah, Ronnie Coleman thighs <laughs> and then, you know, calves are tiny and small and stuff. Like, yeah, the guy it, has bad knees. You're making fun of him. Well, I'm not making fun. He had huge thighs. What okay. do you want from me? Yeah, he does gotcha. or did <laughs> not really anymore. Um, so even if it was, if there were AI development pieces in this game, mm. It, it, that who cares? I don't care. I will talk about my AI or my issues with AI or non-issues. My issues with people who have issues with AI. Right. In a second. Um, another thing is that the Xbox version is a few builds behind, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. It's like two to four ser- people per server you told on me about Xbox. That. Yeah. And on Steam, it's like two to 32. That seems weird, right? Like Very weird. 
you don't really see games that are optimized that poorly for Xbox or for console. It's usually reversed. Yep. Because there's a lot, there's substantially more console players than there are PC players. Well, I would, okay, substantially maybe not, but there are more. There are more console players. Yeah, but I have seen this happen before on console. It happened Mm -hmm. with Minecraft. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Minecraft on console was way behind the PC version. I didn't uh, know up that. until like probably mm. you know a few years ago. Didn't didn't Microsoft purchase them too? Yeah. So that's probably when they were like, hey, you gotta catch yeah, probably. you gotta catch the box up. Yep. Um yeah. So But I, I will say with it being behind, I think a game like this that is so easy to appeal to like a mass audience of people. Yeah. As a creative you know, um, Pokemon-like, if you will, uh, game, I think that you can, I, I would expect them to catch up quicker on the console versions of the game. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. So there is, it's an early access game. Yeah, it's in Game Preview on Xbox. On Xbox, it's called Game Preview, which I think has done really well. Yeah, it, the, I was telling you this yesterday, it feels like Game Previews are the next step of early access. Like Steam yeah. Early Access is kind of, you're kind of, put in with a bunch of other garbage and then the game preview is it funneling out into what they actually expect to be yeah good versions game, of games game preview is definitely curated better right than steam early access for it's sure like, it's the shark tank of yeah of video games and there's a lot of successful games that come out of that uh yeah. session which is a very good skateboarding game came out of that um the uh, obsidian game mm-hmm. um the tiny people in the backyard yeah I know what you're talking about. Grounded. Grounded. And then uh, uh, the one that I said yesterday that I can't remember the name of right now. Wow. It's uh, the the face, the they got uh, powdered Ooh. faces. Um, uh, it was like one of the first games in game preview. <laughs> we happy few. We happy few. Gosh. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. That was, yeah. They, all those games came out great, by the way. Yeah. They're good. They're good games. I never played We Happy Few, but I've heard I it's did. great. Is it, it good? It's unique. Okay. It's good. You I can know. appreciate that. I wish it went more bio, right. um, bio shock, shock, but it didn't. Grounded is kind of another example of another survival, creative survival game as well, mm-hmm. going the game preview route. So this makes sense. So this game is Power World. We're talking about still is a survival game. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into them. A creative survival. Game. I have uh, some friends and cousin cousins who are big into it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to. Garrett, even though I don't want to shout out anymore. Let's keep shouting out. That guy always Garrett he comes up a lot. Yeah, I know. On this podcast. He's a popular person in this podcast and nobody knows who he is. Yeah, I do. And uh, uh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> he he was like he was like last week he was like, oh, I wish you guys would have talked more about Power World. Yeah. And he's all over this game and he's loving it. A lot of people are loving this game. Right. Now I think that a lot of the drama is coming from people who just want to trash on a successful game. Right. I, I think it's a lot of and I'm totally speaking out of pocket here. Um, which is funny because it's developed by Pocket Pair. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it is coming from Nintendo fans and Pokemon fans. Yeah. And why is that, James? I would say um, I, I, jealousy is maybe too strong a word. Oh, but you said I it. do think that there is something to be said about the fact that this company, Pocket Pair, which, by the way, is a Japanese developed company, uh-huh. they have created a game similar to. The version, I think, of Pokemon that a lot of people want to see who are Pokemon fans, and they've done it better than Nintendo in the past, that Nintendo has done in the past 10 years, I would say. We've mentioned a couple times on the show Gamer Rage. Right. It's really nonsensical. Yeah, there's nothing to it. If there is a legal problem with this game, I mean, let it work out. Let them work it out. Right. Now, one angle that this could be a problem, someone on Twitter or X showed off the 3d models of this game compared to 3d models of Pokemon, Pokemon uh, whatever the latest ones were called crimson or whatever, red either. and blah, blah, blah. And they're the proportions of them proportions. I'm puffing into the microphone. Right. Sorry about that. Everybody we can get rid of they're, that. They're very them. close to each other. Right. So it could be a coincidence or it could have been a third party that took these assets and modeled over the top of them. I don't even know if that's illegal. If that's the case, I have no idea either. I, from an illustrator point of view, I know that copyright infringement happens a lot. So a lot of times we're told to use reference because you suck. So use reference. And sometimes your reference could, you could almost be copying. You suck. So use reference. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when you're learning. 
Right. One of the first things I learned in college when I went to art school, because I was always a pretty good artist. I went to art school when I was very little. Mm. And then I practice all very the way. little. Yeah. When I was a little, little. Like, what does that mean? From like seven. Oh, eight, oh nine, I see what ten. you're saying. Okay. I thought you meant when you went to like an art college when you were very little. No, just like, like a, you were that gifted. <laughs> just a, what's it, a mentor. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. But, um, yeah, when I went to college, I learned that I wasn't good. I was like, wow, I suck. Yeah. I, I think everybody kind of has a moment and something that they're very passionate about at a young age. And then they get up to people that are also very passionate about this yeah. thing. And then they're like, oh, well, I'm not good at this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So not to say that you're not a bad artist. I know. Um, I don't care. So the te- our teachers would say, like, you know, use reference, but don't use it too hard. Right. Because you can get into legal problems, especially when you graduate and start working on your own. Now, this might be a situation where they were using reference too much when it, when it came to modeling the characters. Now, when it comes to the look of the characters, it's obvious satire. Yeah. It's an obvious satire. Yeah. I, it, I think the satire more comes from the actions that you can do with a lot of these Pokemon. Yeah. Like one of the, the fire characters that you have, it's a little, little fox yeah. that you can pick up. And if you pick him up, you can shoot the flames out of his mouth. Yeah. And you're using him as a little gun. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. This is also a really funny game, too, which is refreshing because yeah. not a lot of games are funny. Yeah. And it, I don't even know if that was like the purpose when they were trying to make this game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they were trying to go for Pokemon with guns. Like, they obviously weren't going to try to make it very serious. But I don't know if it was straight up. Hey, let's kind of make the Let's make this a comedy. Yeah. But there are, for whatever reason, just moments in this game that are hilarious. And another thing I really want to talk about when it comes to the rumors of this game with AI. Yeah. Now, I'm, my thoughts on AI development in video games. So there's two ways to go about it. First of all, coming from an artist's point of view, AI, when I was younger, actually, I never thought that AI would take over creative fields. I always thought AI would take over like assembly lines, fields. Yeah. yeah machine, yeah. like McDonald's. Right. Stuff like that. It's actually affecting the creative landscape, mostly with writing. Mm-hmm. When it comes to artwork, I'm telling you, it doesn't look, it looks obvious and it's not as good as humans can be because humans take their experience to craft something that comes out of love. Right. AI crafts something that comes out of other people's experiences and love. Yeah. There's you know no, what I mean? it's not using its own, no, you know, its own experience because it's, it doesn't have that. It's a machine learning, right? It's learning how to do it. It's using the experiences that people have told it. Yes. To create those experiences. So I like to use AI and I'm an artist. If I was a concept artist and that job is almost gone and it was gone before AI. Right. Because it used to be concept artists were drawing the concept because the modelers either didn't know how to do it Mm -hmm. or they were too busy to do it. And then the animators didn't know how to do it or they were too busy to do it. Right. Eventually animators and modelers started doing concept art. So us concept artists, we all just got thrown to the side and you know, I looked for other work, right? Develop new skills. I I think AI is a really good tool. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I think that if this game was using AI to develop their assets or whatever, then then go do it. Mm-hmm. You, you know how much money you just saved? I think there's a... Um, you're getting into a weird territory. Yeah, I here. know. Um, I, I think there is a good way to use it as more of a resource than it is to... Like, like you said, almost to garner inspiration from it. Yeah. More than to, hey, let me type in this script and then just directly use that. I'm telling you, if you're a concept artist and you're not using that to to put down uh, some sort of uh, groundwork. Yes. Yeah. That I'm okay. That makes sense. Then you're, you're going, you're spending too much time. Yeah. Then people are going to one, get work fa- done faster. It's kind of like are. digital artwork back when, um, kind of when I first started going to college, digital artwork wasn't really a thing. My teachers were like, Hey, take this, your artwork and mail it to, <laughs> you know, yeah. companies that would hire you. Right. Um, Photoshop started making things easier. Mm-hmm. So we started doing that and made it a lot easier and quicker, especially when it comes to throwaway concept stuff. Cause they're like, I don't like that. I like right. a blue background. We're like, wow, I have to paint this whole thing. Yeah. That would no. suck. So it's, it's just changing and you got to jump in when you can, you got to learn this stuff. 
I think we're progressively becoming, especially in the digital world, progressively becoming more of a work smarter, not harder type of yeah group of people. I, I just don't think. I, I th- like that. I think if you're a lawyer, you should definitely w- oh, be watching out for Chat yes. GPT. Yes, because lawyer speak. Even when it is written by a lawyer, I'm like, this feels like an AI wrote this. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm reading right now. Yeah, ninety percent of that stuff is all paperwork and right. I don't now. So your nice the, expensive. The barely read it. Your nice expensive school that you just went to you could have uh, yeah, gone true. to Chat GPT University for free. Oh man, what do you think the mascot is at Chat GPT University? Uh, an alien, a yeah, or an alien. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I don't. I don't, I'm not going to throw shade at this company for using AI, even I, though there's no evidence that they did, right. they, if they did, which it might be. And, and again, I don't, I don't care with it being a Japanese company. They could have totally different ideas of what AI, how it works and how it affects the work landscape yeah. in Japan. And it's also a lot of people are complaining. A lot of artists that I speak to are complaining about this thing. I mean, I talk to artists daily, mm-hmm. one recently that I will never name. And she was, or she or he, but it was two people. Um, they were like, oh, really dooming about it. And they're graphic designers. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, and I was trying to tell them, I was like, no, they're not as good as you. Right. It's not as good as you get. You, I know you're better than what AI can do right now, mm-hmm. but AI use it as a knife for your modeling tool. Just use it as your knife. All, yeah, I mean, that's the that feels like the middle ground that we're approaching. At if you're point. worried about people who completely rely on AI to get right. work done, I, they're not getting work done. I promise. Right. You. Yeah. And it's also stuff like that that's com- being used like complete AI. It's so easily recognizable, in my opinion, right now. It's not good enough for one. And that'll change. Yeah, obviously. it might change. Right. And it, I think it will change. But but um, it'll never take away like the human no. spirit of yeah. there, there's experience a, there's and an, love. A, there's an aspect to it to graphic design art in general yeah that you can tell is done by a human and you could tell that was done by an ai there are methods of graphic design like the golden ratio everybody uses it i'm not cheating if i use a golden ratio Mm -hmm. right is that the thing that the da vinci did yeah it was before da vinci but yeah yes exactly you know there is a mathematical equation that is attractive to human eyeballs it's true. Awesome. I don't want to talk about AI anymore. AI's uh it's the future. Yep. It, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people see it as bleak. Some people see it as a tool. I think a lot of people when they saw cars for the first time, they're like, the, it's over. It's yeah. all over for us. We've really, we've really done it now. Or when they saw um the Wright brothers Frank flying their plane for the first time, they're like, it's over. Yeah. We've been given the gift of we've been given the the tools of angels. And we are no longer humans no more. Yeah. It's I'm, just how it works. I'm man. just not a doomer, man. And I, I'll use any tool to yeah. make my work look better. It doesn't matter. I don't care how I do it. If it looks, if the end result looks good, I'm doing it. Right. And I think that AI and original. And, and again, there's no, there was no, there's no evidence that this company is using AI to make a lot of their stuff. There is like, they have used a third party to make mm-hmm. for their other game, which was their Craftopia. Right. They use a third party to do that, right. um, to do assets for that. So people are assuming. So people are gotcha. assuming either a third party is doing it or right. they're like, there's no way they could have made this good of a game. That's that, the thing that's, though. It's it, kind of like what it's coming I, down to. And I also like that to me wouldn't matter because none of these games that we're making these days are done by one company anymore. Like Call of Duty has yeah. eight sub companies that they contract out to, to do most of their work. Games are big, everybody. That's, exactly. So it, the, the fact that that's even an argument is ridiculous. I just well, think Nintendo fans, all right? Get over it, all right? This game they is made, good. They made a Pokemon game that you've been dreaming about for the last 20 years of your life, and it was made by some company that's not doing, has never done Pokemon. Here's the thing. Even if they end up suing this company into the ground and they have to foreclose or whatever, guess what's going to happen? A lot of those Nintendo freaks over there, they're going <laughs> to hire so. on these guys. Yeah, because they're like these guys are really good at what they're doing. We want them, and that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. Or Nintendo's just going to buy them out. That, if Nintendo buys anybody out, I'm like, hey, buy out. Uh, what's this game company called? Pocket Pocket Pair. Pocket is what it's called. Yeah, it's a Japanese company. It's they're right down people. the road. Essentially, two people making this game. That's no, just joking. Oh, I was going to. You, you just blew my mind. Yeah. So this game's good. I really like successful game stories, they're and right. I'm I'm tired of hearing the 
the junk thrown right. at this team. Whatever. The game no, is good. It's good. It's very much a... If you like Ark Survival Evolved, it's very similar to that. I don't opinion. even like that game. I don't like it either. And honestly, I probably won't play this game. <laughs> but I, I can appreciate that exists. Yeah. It's cool. I, I like that. You I like what, original ideas. You know what news is really cool and really interesting? Oh, that was a good transition. Xbox Direct. You know why? Because of this trifecta of Xbox games that are coming out this year. Are you, by the way, a really quick question that leads into Xbox Direct. Yeah. These Xbox Directs and PlayStation Directs yeah. are now like directly tied to the end of E3. Does that make you upset or sad? No. To the I fall like of E3? Because um, I remember... E- E3 is, was in a time where you couldn't just get all this stuff everywhere so easily. Right. Yeah, so, that's true. With the develop, like the it's different. Right. You yeah. don't need E3 anymore. I mean, I would argue even, but like, but I do miss it. Even as we evolved past the need for E3, companies were still just doing it. Yeah. Which was weird because you could like Xbox Directs could be make could have been making Xbox Directs in 2017, yeah. 2018 or whatever, and but they were like, let's just go to E3. From what I was hearing, the E3 was just not it wasn't going well. Yeah, especially well, with development, yeah, it wasn't the same anymore. Like, wow, we have to make a you know vertical slice of right. our game just and, for this, and it's a lot of money. Too. And, instead, you can just make your own direct when that vertical slice is over with. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you're saving a ton of money because you don't have to get a booth for the game that you're talking about and yeah. have people test yeah, it or everywhere. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So. Although it was a cool event for it gamers. Is. Yeah, and it, it was smack dab in the middle of June, which was usually like yeah. nothing going on. So you check out all the trailers for the new games coming up. Not usually the come fall, but the fall after or whatever. Yeah. It was always cool. So on this Xbox Direct, they yeah. showed off. I'm going to talk about Hellblade first, Hellblade mm-hmm. 2. Uh, it wasn't any new trailers, really. They did show a little bit of new. Like clips, tiny bits of gameplay, yeah. But it was mostly the behind the scenes, which I right. think Hellblade, it was, it was very interesting behind the scenes, especially the first one. It's a snooze fest for me. I'll be honest with you. All right. Now, look, I like. Yeah, it was one of your top favorite games of the year. It was. I But they for what they have shown, they've basically shown the same thing for the last two and a half years when they first announced the Hellblade 2. And I'm just like, okay. This is what I think. I know it's coming. Like, let's just go. I think that um, they don't have much of a game. I think that their game is short. Right. So they don't want to show it much of well, anything and they've never had to like their first game wasn't wasn't marketed like this yeah this is like a big, a big xbox game. game for them yeah i guess i don't think it should be i, I agree i think people I, I don't think people are going to be disappointed because if you know if you're going into hellblade 2 then you've more than likely played hellblade 1 so you know what I to don't expect know. i think a lot more people are, are aware of hellblade 2 you than think they so? were of hellblade 1 a lot more i think that mm. there's this game has a lot riding on its back but I think people are going to be happy because the first game was fantastic. It is. It's very good. I like, I loved it. It was if you top five. Clean, for me. If you clean up the repetitiveness of the puzzles and the combat, mm-hmm. then you're good to go. Right. I, I think that, I don't know. I'm curious to see. Do you think if people, this game's going to be more boring, boring than the first one? If they make it longer, it's very possible. Well, but it's not, I don't, you don't I, think so? No, I, I think they've confirmed this is going to be a small game, like okay. a short game like five to seven hours right which is i mean that's perfect for me like for this type of game it's perfect, perfect for me or yeah. perfect for a game pass game yeah that's true I, do you think this is like one of the because x i don't i don't remember if xbox bought the studio or not they've bought so many studios it's hard to remember but it feels like this game is one that is like being made for xbox game pass does that make sense yeah maybe like, Solely being made for Xbox Game Pass, just so they can put it on Probably. the platform. Probably. Does that make sense? Probably. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. But Nobody knows. Whatever. I'm excited for it. We don't need to talk about it that much. It's been. Didn't it, it got delayed a bunch, didn't yeah. it? So now, and then we're here. Yeah. Okay. I think so. But it's coming out this year. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm excited. I'm gonna play it. So. Yeah. Me too. I'm excited. I want to play uh, it. The next one it. is Avowed. Fantasy game. They showed almost the same thing. Um, behind the scenes stuff. Fantasy. Not much to talk about. Obsidian. Yeah, I mean, Obsidian makes great games. This is their version of Skyrim. Yeah, and Obsidian, for all of those that don't know, made New Vegas. They made the Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. I always forget the name of that game. Outer Worlds game I didn't love. New Vegas, fantastic. Pe- they made Pentiment. I don't even know what that small is. Small game, Xbox. Pentiment. Um, very story heavy. That's all it is. Is story heavy. It's, it's all cool. story. It's a very unique game. Check it out. So yeah. 
could I, I honestly avowed that that game could surprise people because Obsidian's a really I think good developer. Actually, I think it will surprise people. Yeah, like Obsidian, they haven't really made a bad game. They that they, I can think they have of games that, that are that are released a little too early, right? But for the most part, they they make great games. Like Outer Worlds them. was very well received. I didn't. I personally didn't love it. It wasn't really my cup of tea. I like Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, that's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously New Vegas. Can't yeah. talk about Obsidian. Not talk about New Vegas. Uh, so yeah, I think this game might surprise people. They have a long history. This was kind of a now. Really quick, was this kind of a other than the next game, which is Indiana Jones? Yeah, for those that don't know, was this kind of like a disappointing Xbox Direct, or would you think it's a win just because of Indiana Jones? It's just because of Indiana Jones, it's a win. Okay, all right. That's all I care about. Yeah, same. Honestly, so I really like Machine Game. Off. Machine Games is making Indi- the new Indiana Jones. Now they made Wolfenstein. They were. A, they used to be Starbreeze Studios, or at least half of them used to be Starbreeze Studios, mm-hmm. which made Chronicles of Riddick, which is a very big influence on this game from my point of view. Chronicles of Riddick was a um, tie-in with the movie, right? but it came on the original Xbox. Fantastic first-person shooter, sneaky, a lot of hand-to-hand combat, a lot of... Um, because one of the things, they had a very famous actor model for them. What's his name? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. So oh, how do you almost a, forget that name? It's a first person shooter. So, but they wanted to show off his face more. Right. So they show it off during cutscenes. They show off a third person view when you climb ladders, sneak through tunnels, stuff like that. Now, the new Indiana Jones trailer showed a lot of that happening. Right. A lot of hand to hand combat, a lot of point camera pulling away right. when you're climbing ladders, jumping, you know, over cars and stuff. And that's because they got the rights to use Harrison Ford's face. Yeah. So they're like, this is a very going to use his face. Right. And this is a very noticeable character. Everybody knows Indiana Jones. Also voice acted by Troy Baker, Troy Baker, who sounds remarkably like Harrison Ford from the original Indiana Jones. Yeah. Speaking of Troy Baker, I'll be talking about his other game that I like. Troy Baker is awesome. He does a ton of stuff. Feels like he's always working. Is he the best voice actor in the world? Um, I up there maybe Nolan North is another good shout. I think he yeah. d- he's done a ton of stuff that you didn't even think of. Um, Troy Baker's is so Troy Baker's good. really good though. Yeah, who's the guy that used to be on? Um, he was on Castle. The show, the show Castle. I've never seen that. He's Firefly. Oh, <laughs> that guy, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Nathan Fillion. Didn't he do voice acting work too for yeah. a while? Yeah, I think he's pretty good too. Yeah, he's great. Actually, he's on Halo. He's on um, right. Um. Brr. What's it called? The oh, a werewolf Destiny. game. Oh, Destiny. Oh yeah, he is in Destiny. He's well, a robot guy, right? Yeah, Nathan Fillion. Uh, also, Ashley Johnson. She's in yeah. basically everything you've ever heard of. Yep. So I mean, honestly, kind of a golden age of voice actors. Oh, definitely, so, definitely, for sure. Think about that. I'm yeah. not going to argue with that. Golden age of voice acting. Um. So yeah. What uh, do you think about indie. this game? Machine games. I love you. Yeah, I you absolutely do. love machine games. Uh, some of my favorite developers. This game looks awesome. I really, really, really am excited to play this game. I love, well, love is maybe a strong word. I love Raiders for the Lost Ark. Me too. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I didn't love the other two, Temple of Doom and The Last Crusade. I'm not a fan of Temple of Doom, but. The newer ones also just throw up in my lap every time I see them. Very terrible. Yep. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Never want to see that again, but I did. I've watched it twice. (laughs) Um, So I like Indiana Jones. They have clearly, uh, they have been inspiration for other games. Uncharted, obviously, uh, in the other gamosphere, Tomb Raider. The, it's a very popular uh, feeder into the gaming system. So I'm glad that they're licensing just uh, the f- Indiana Jones as a whole into the gaming world. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I'm, I like that it's first person. Yes. And I'm also really happy that they decided to get the, whatever they had to pay the rights for Harrison Ford's face. Because I think it would have been really jarring if we got into an Indiana Jones game with the title Indiana Jones and it wasn't Harrison Ford. Yeah, I think that would have been weird, but they nailed. I from all intents and purposes, the trailer looks very cool. Uh, maybe it looks a little coming from Wolfenstein to this game trailer wise, and maybe looks a little dull in the tooth. Yeah, like not as action heavy. It feels like they're going to lo- use a lot more stealth dynamic or stealth mechanics and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, because you're not BJ Blazkowicz in this game, you're just Indiana Jones. So, so. I'm going to be honest with you. When I first saw this trailer. Well, first of all, you showed me or you told me that it was out. Mm-hmm. So I watched it and I, I I wasn't a fan of the trailer right. very much. 
I do know that machine games can make a good Indiana Jones game though. I just was, I didn't like the trailer that much. I think that, um, I hope that the enemies are a lot smarter than, you know, zombie Nazis. Right. Where you stand for right. shooting just because that trailer showed bad guys standing up straight up and yeah. down shooting. And then you, uh, hit them with the whip around their ankle yeah. and pull them down. Not unlike awesome. the original Wolfenstein from 1992. True. I mean, so, I like to think we've evolved a little bit from there. I, it's definitely going to be better. I'm just, yeah, I, I just hope it's going to be received. Well, I just, I don't know. I hope it's going to play well. I think it will. Of course it will. It's, it's machine games. They make great games. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think Indiana Jones is perfect for a doom style, um, running around, mm-hmm. jumping, whipping, yeah, I want to. I want to see how they use. Fighting. I want to see how they use the whip. Like, if you're gonna be able to like launch across, like whip it up and launch across uh, like ledges and stuff. Yeah, of I course. Really hope so. I just don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know how how op they're gonna make indie. I can tell you right now, Troy Baker's gonna do a great job. Of course, he's gonna be he, a better Indiana Jones than the current Harrison Ford. That's I. That's less of a hot take than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> okay, I would agree. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I think the scheme looks really cool. Uh, do you, I, I always, I like the idea that no matter the time we always have to have a Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones, Uncharted like video game. I know it's like property the, going the video games. Gods yeah. go, wow, we need this Tomb Raider thing going on. They're like, we haven't had people looking for treasure in a while. Let's get something going. Yeah. For some reason, video games, video games like to have zombies. Yeah. They like to have treasure hunting treasure hunting yeah. and they like to shoot true can't have a uh, sometimes all three yeah for the, the best trying ones, to think of that game the best ones have it yeah but yeah i i think uh the trailer yeah the trailer maybe was a little low in terms of gameplay mechanics that really blew me away yeah but the cutscenes i think looked really cool for baker sounded amazing obviously uh i, I think it was very clear the machine games they didn't was chronicles of riddick was that a third person game or is that first no, it's person? a first person. Okay. Um, so I, I think they very clearly, whoever it was that approached the idea for this game, they were like, we want to make an Indiana, jo- Indiana Jones game, but we can't have it too similar to Uncharted, you know? Oh, yeah. Because they didn't want to have it just end up being a clone, which, yeah. which is funny because Uncharted is literally just a clone of Indiana Jones. Yep. So, yeah, it's but cool. Nathan Drake has his own. Yeah, he's got his own niche. Like, he's a different character, obviously. I like Nathan Drake a lot. So do I. Love I don't want to take away from no. the writers over there at Naughty Dog. Honestly, if they can match if they can match what Uncharted does with Indiana Jones, that would be a hugely successful game. Like, I'm, I have lower expectations than that, in my opinion. I, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. So, we'll yeah. see what happens. I think it looks good, though. I'm excited. So, on to... Notable games releasing this week. Week. Yeah. Anyways, first one. <laughs> you ever heard of Darklight? Oh, I love Darklight. No, you don't. What's that? It's like a Castlevania side-scrolling game. Looks good. Okay. It's Cyberpunk Castlevania. All right. Comes out this week. Looks great. Really quick. Yeah. Go, no. Okay. Really quickly. Yeah. Sure. So, hey, how are you? Really quickly. Um, before we move on to this. I want to touch on really quick on, on yeah, go going backwards on the power world thing really quick. Yeah. We have like Neo. Remember Neo? No. Okay. Neo's the game. Neo pets. Yeah. No, not Neo. No, Neo. N-I-O-H. Yeah. The, the, the game. Yeah. The souls like. Uh, from uh, Ninja. Team I, Ninja. Yeah. Why do we have those types of games that we refer to as souls likes? Okay. But Pokemon power world creates a Pokemon like. And everybody gets all up in arms. I think there's, it's like a capture, like, so the right capture Digimon, but why Pokemon. Is, exactly Yu-Gi-Oh did it. Yu-Gi-Oh. And they, I mean, they were, they were up there as well. So why is everybody getting so angry? Well, make I one up, James. We did. It's called power world. Pow like it's a pow like it. Well, it, Pokemon was first. So it's a Pokemon. Pokemon. This is a pow like a pokey like <laughs> it's a pokey like game. That's funny. Anyways. Sorry. What? Okay. So, so dark light is, light. is a, a Castlevania like. I like to say Castlevania, uh, Metroidvania. We've hey, talked about this before. Everybody that made Metroid games that after Metroid, they were all like, this is, they can't do this. Yeah. No, it was just. Now I'm upset. It wasn't a lot of uh, innovation. You didn't need that many. I mean, That's there true. was a lot of innovation back then, but 
limited. So you had to take other people's ideas and change it. And it turned out great. It's, it was the epitome of the meme of, hey, copy my homework, but change some of the answers so nobody can tell that you copied. Yeah. Type of thing. Uh, so the next one, Death Stranding, director's cut on iPhone. You going to buy this? What? I'm sorry. What <laughs> is this? <laughs> this week, Death Stranding, the director's cut, which is the PS5 version, it's coming to iPhone. This is a game? A video game. That's coming on the iPhone? Uh-huh. The Death Stranding? The Death Stranding. So the director uh, being... Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, being... Who's it? What's Hideo Kojima? Yeah, he's going to be in my iPhone talking to me while I run around and deliver packages. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And explain to me why he made this game so boring. And your phone is going to burn your yeah. pants. Yeah, it's going to burn my it through and hit my hand. Yeah, it's going to be like a. It's going to be like a the the acid from Alien. Um. Next, like a dragon, infinite wealth. You know what like a dragon is? No, but can it's, I say really quickly? Bad name alert. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's go. Like a dragon is the Yakuza games. Why didn't they just call Yakuza then? Because Yakuza is what they called it in America. Oh, so Like a Dragon is the translate the Japanese. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, a Yakuza you know game wouldn't sell in Japan. You know what? You know what? Good name alert. I'll, I'll switch. Like a Dragon. I flipped it over. Like so a this dragon. is Yakuza Infinite Wealth. Yeah, so is this like a new... I Dude, the Yakuza games confuse yeah. the hell out of me. I love them. I, here's the thing, okay? Japanese developer, they're doing it again, all right? They're like, Sega. hey, let's make another sub-genre... Because oh, yeah. they have Yakuza 8. That yeah. was a game that came out recently. And now Like a Dragon. Is this after Yakuza 8? Or is this something else? Or is this... <laughs> I, I don't know what's no going idea. on. I have no idea. But there was Yakuza 0, which remade it all. Oh my I don't, god, there's a Yakuza 0. Yeah, I don't know. Japan, you guys gotta, you guys gotta get your stuff together. I can't do this. Yeah, well, it, a lot of people love this game. And I, 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 I don't get it. I haven't played the Yakuza games once they changed their names to... Yeah. Um, like a dragon. So were they originally like a dragon? Is that was the name? Yeah, of I think more? so. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Now uh, that's a cool name. Yeah, it's awesome. Like a dragon. So it just talks about Japanese mafia. It's cool. So in like a dragon, infinite wealth, do you just like own a shop? Yeah, make a, lot, a ton of money. A lot of these games are filled with mini games. So right. yeah, you walk around and you know get money from people. There's always that big heavy narrative going through the yes. whole games. I remember these games are very famous for really long cutscenes. Yes, I remember that being popular. But they're filled in with cool mini games. Yeah, and you can like buy fighting. stuff from vending machines, Japanese vending mm. machines. Yes, and stuff. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, James. Yeah, the next one is a big game releasing. Yes, this is Monster. Yeah, Tekken it's Eight. Tekken. Tekken Eight. Is this the best? fighting game that is going right now i think so I, think it's so? been getting really good reviews uh i love tekken tekken 7 came out a long time ago but now um tekken 6 was a psp game just to bring it all into psp they did they only release it on the psp i believe so yeah so ps5 came out or ps5 uh tekken 5 came out on the ps1 or something uh to PSU. And then Tekken 6, they were like, we're revolutionizing the game. Or maybe PS3. I don't know. We're revolutionizing the game. We're putting this on mobile friendly only. Yep. And then guess what? Anybody that doesn't have a PSP, we're just going to skip over to 7. Yeah. I, so dude, Japan's wild, too. They do some <laughs> weird stuff over there. I love the story in Tekken. Tekken stories are ridiculously extravagant. Yeah. And like, you can play as a bear. One of, yeah. A the dinosaur. Bear. The bear's cool. One of my favorite cutscenes. Kuma. From these, I think it was Tekken 7, actually. Yeah. Uh, was you have to face your dad, and if you're not good enough to beat up your dad, he throws <laughs> you off a volcano or something. And I'm yeah. like, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember uh, his name either, but I remember that. I remember seeing that cutscene and be like, this is the most. Hitoshi? Uh, I was like, this is the most absurd thing I've ever seen in my life. It's awesome. Why can't I think of his name? Anyways, whatever. But yeah, he throws you off a mountain or whatever because he's like, hey, you couldn't beat me in a fight, and you're like seven years old or something. Yeah. Awesome. So that comes out this week. I think Tekken I might get it. I really want to get you're it. A, you're the fighting game guy. I know. I want to get this game. Tech, I, I, I seem to always get a Tekken. Uh, maybe I won't get it right now because I'm involved in playing a lot of games. So maybe I'll get it soon. What uh, what fighting game has the strongest competitive community? Because I always thought it was Tekken. Am Street I Fighter. incorrect? Street really? Fighter. Yeah. More than Tekken. So Street Fighter was the one, the one that came out. Six? Uh-huh. The one that most recently Six. came out. It's going to have a better competitive scene than Tekken 8 is what you're saying? Um. Yeah, it'll be comparable. But yeah. Okay. So Tekken 8, is that in front of like Mortal Kombat? Yes, definitely. Okay. okay. 
I, I never, I always like to gauge the fights. Now, if virtual fighter was still going hard, I think virtual fighter and Tekken eight or virtual fighter and Tekken would compete with which one's better for the competitive scene. Cause mm. I, I, I really do like virtual fighters mechanics more than Tekken, but mm. Tekken is on top of it. And Tekken, Tekken games are really good yeah. and very polished. What about super smash bros? That's a, yeah, it's a fighting, fighting game. game. If you consider that a fighting <laughs> game, I guess I don't think it's that well-rounded as a competitive fighter. There's obvious. Yeah. Uh, moves and characters and things that happen in the game that are banned in competitive play. Right. Yeah. That, that feels more like a party fighting game. I've always thought Super yeah. Smash Bros was that. Um, now what we are playing, um, how are we on time, James? We're chilling, you know, we're at about uh, 45 minutes. So sweet. Go nuts. I'm playing a lot of games. Yeah. I'm seeing one here that I'm very confused about actually. What you are. Yeah. That you're playing. <laughs> that I don't understand why you're playing. Can it. you say it? I want to talk about it first. PGA Tour 2K23. Yes. I will talk By about the way, this first. We're recording this on January 23rd. <laughs> like we can't even get a sniff of a golf course around here right now. Nope. I'm why are you golf. playing this? Because um, like a couple people around the offices here, they are getting the Xbox bug or the console oh. gaming bug. Yeah. My friend, Dusty, shout out. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, he texted us, our friends, and he was like, "Hey, I'm playing this game. It's a uh, Tiger Woods, to, um, Tiger Woods 2010, uh, it, I think." Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. And that's a good game. That is a good game. A lot of the early PGA Tour games were pretty good. The yeah. Tiger Woods ones, yeah. And I was like, I told them, I was like, "Oh, I'm playing. You know, I have uh, PGA Tour 2K19, which was called the Golf Club." Yeah, yeah. And then PGA, or then 2K bought that company yes. that made that. Yeah, it's practically the same game. Yeah. So, and I was, he was like, oh, I want to play the new one. And he looked at prices. He ended mm. up getting a, a digital only uh, Xbox. Oh, yeah. Series well, S. Series S. Yeah. With 512 megabytes. Not, so he can only download PGA Tour 2K23. Pretty much. <laughs> so um, we played it and we've been playing it. First of all, he's really good at golf and he's pretty good at Tiger Woods games. Mm-hmm. So I practiced hard. I wanted to beat him. This dude beat me. He doesn't even play video games. I play video games. I have a video game podcast and I can't even beat him. Dude, you can't just walk into a PGA game and be like, yeah, I Dude, can, yes, I'll I can. You. I'll beat you. Yes, I can. Were you even reading your lies and stuff? Dude. Yeah, sort of. Were you like, hey, I mean, oh, I was punching it when I shouldn't have been. Oh, hey, wait, the slope is breaking left to right. I have to hit more to the left because my ball is oh, going to slice. I know how to play these games. dude. Right, I know how to golf. Right. Just make it sure. Just right? make it sure. This game's hard. This game, I, I, truly, this game is not very easy. Well, it's supposed to be hard. I'm glad yeah, that it's hard. Of course, it's golf. golf. If it was is the easy, it would be really boring. Yeah. That but, was a problem that I ran into with when they did, because they had Rory, Rory, McElroy, McElroy's yeah, game that came yeah. out, which was part of EA Sports. And I remember that game being really easy. And I was once you like capped at a certain, so, certain point, it was ridiculous. That's another thing. We were deciding which uh, golf game to get. Uh-huh. And I looked up PGA Tour. EA, it's like not mm. called 2K23. It's just PGA yeah. Tour 23. EA Sports PGA Tour, yes. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, that game is very easy. Yes. I downloaded the trial of last year's, I believe. Mm-hmm. I got 10 hours of trial because I have Game Pass. EA Play, yeah. Game Pass. Ultimate. And it was it was too easy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'd rather get Golf Club. And then I looked <laughs> online and it was uh, the 2K23 was was on sale. He sounded so like a... I got it. What? He sounded like... <laughs> he sounded like a baby going through like a sports aisle in a, in a large sports store. And you're like, I'd rather get golf club. Yeah. I'd rather. Get <laughs> I don't want club. baseball bad. I want, I'd rather get golf club. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. So, uh, PGA Tour's fun. I like, I like this Tour. game. I, TPC, uh, Boston. Yes. That, that they place, have all the, they can go to hell. I hate that course. Okay. All right. Well, that's the that's hardest the course yeah. I've ever played in any video game ever. Right. Did you go to, did you do the waste management open? The Scottsdale? Yes. Hole number 16. Yeah. The crowd. You know, okay, I don't know well, what you're you about. gotta go do that one. Another thing that's fun about PGA Tour 20 or 2K23, you gotta do some of the custom maps because they just make I, I I saw some, yeah, they make our insane, insane, like arcadey custom, oh, and I it's a ton that. of fun. I didn't think about the arcade version, yeah. It's, it's do you awesome. have this game, James? Yeah, I love this game. Oh. I, I played this a bunch. Wow, when it hits around March or April or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I want to hit the links, I'm like, all right, gotta play a round of 18 on PGA Tour 2K23 to warm up, and then we go out. I, do you, when so you I use the uh, right stick to swing. Yes. Now I think it's the best way to go. I agree. 
do you use two thumbs to pull down and push up or do you use one? Thumb? I use one, but you really? know, you know, what's funny is this game has a weird, like, I don't know, a, a weird spell that it puts on me because every time I see that stupid little bar at the bottom, I like start, I have to like brace <laughs> myself and I have to do it in like concurrence with the breaths that I'm taking yeah, or I mess me it too. up. I got you. It's I hear so exactly weird. I don't do that with any other game that I've ever played. What about active reloading and Gears of War? You don't like no. take a breath? No, it's just RB. And me too. I'm good. But this game, it's like, I have to be, I have to be exact. Well, because here. you can mess up so easily. Yeah. And if you mess up, if you are on a difficult, a, a high difficulty in this game, if you mess up, it's over. Like, I'm on the, you're like, I'm on double bogey. I now. think Great. Uh, my friend started, he practiced on the easy mode and I was like, no. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Do the timing. You have to put timing in it. Yeah. And um, it, I am middle difficulty. Yeah. So I don't, whatever and that's, that's still, I mean, that's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. You'll, you'll yeah. work your way into it. So it's not easy. The next game I'm playing is Tarkov arena, which is the same game I'm playing last week. This game is great. Yeah. I'm really happy that I'm playing this. I've been playing this a lot and um, we're getting the old crew back. The old SCO team six is coming back. Now it's not all of us. It's just two of us. Maybe three, sometimes three. It's just two of us. So, but it, this is fair. This is fair because the competitive, in the competitive scene in gaming, if you were in the championship or the playoff last year or last major, you can't be invited back as a legend, let's say Counter-Strike terms, unless you have two out of the five people involved. Right. You can't have a new team and already be like considered a, a veteran team. Right. You have to have at least two out of five. And that's what we have. We have at least two out of five. Sco team six is going hard. I, I love playing Tarkov arena. I love the idea of you bringing back the crew, but yeah. the crew's two people. Yeah. Well, we have a crew, but they're just not the original Sco <laughs> team six. Yeah, crew. That's so funny. Also, if you think you're good, come challenge it. Challenge us. I'm not. Well, I, Hey, I don't think I'm good at that video game. I'd get, uh, I'd get dog. Walked. I'm not good. By the way, this game is a uh, very hardcore and yeah. uh, good luck. It's a hardcore, like it's an arena game, but it's as hardcore as you could possibly think of. It's Tarkov in right. an arena. And multiplayer shooter. Well, I get, yeah, arena shooter. Kind of hard. But um, I love it. I'm happy. I haven't been this excited for a multiplayer shooter since Rainbow Six Siege. That would have been a perfect I transition, w- but w- <laughs> you got one more game on here. <laughs> I got two more. You got two more? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about, I'm playing Last of Us 2 Remastered. Yeah. So uh, how is that, by the way? It's, a, it's not much of a remaster. I oh, great. Who would have thought? Although Thanks, it was dog. only $10 for people who pay for, um, who have the PS4 version. It's only $10. And it's, it's $10 is worth the roguelike version. What about $70? Is it worth that? And, uh, if you, if you've never played. I've never played Last, Last of Us Part Yeah, it's definitely worth $70. Definitely. Right. I think it's a great game. If you haven't had anything spoiled. I, I actually haven't. I'm surprised I've avoided spoilers. Yeah, so uh, it's really good. They're actually, dr- that's not true. Now, I don't like the direction that the writers went with this game. Like, they went a direction that um, I would have I would have never, you know, greenlit. Mm-hmm. For, I would never have greenlit the direction they're doing. But they're, it's made by such good developers that the, the direction is fine. It's, it's, it's disappointing. Right. But then again, Last of Us is a hellhole of a story i mean you're right there's nothing happy happens right. at all in any of these games i mean other than like wow the shooting is really fun right oh i live that gunfight let's go yeah they're like oh yeah this is great but if you it's written really well the hbo show has doesn't hold a candle to this game's emotions oh okay not even a game okay. doesn't not even close not to the first one the first season yeah no uh, to the first game yeah the this, first game, yeah, it's so good and it's so brutal. There is no other brutal. There is nothing written as brutal than this game. It's so right. It's hardcore. I, I yeah, I've seen some of the clips and stuff of when you like shoot people or whatever. Like, yeah, it gets. I'm like, oh wow, I have PTSD like, now. When you shoot somebody, yeah, that, it's uh, visceral. So there's a, a parts where you come across a, a clan of nomads or something, uh-huh. and they have dogs with them, and you're sneaking around. And you don't want to be seen. The stealth, by the way, is better than the uh, thank original. God for that. Yeah, thank God, because the original had bad stealth. Yeah. And if you shoot the dog, the guy, someone, they're like, "Oh, Jerry's dead. Yeah. Someone shot him." You're like, "Oh my gosh!" You're like, I "Did just, they have to write that I in?" You're like, "I killed that dude's I dog." I killed someone's dog. Yeah. 
He's I got a name. He has a name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would. That would. Yeah. It's, I don't know if like I should play this game. Everything about this game is like it, it wrenches your heart. It's yeah. it's brutal. It feels like you have real consequences to the actions. I just wish they would have written a different direction. I, it's hard to say without spoiling anything. I don't want you to be spoiled yeah. at all because I, I think it would take away. And then I'm playing. Um, one of my all-time favorite games, and I haven't played in a very long time, is Breath of Fire. I had an uncle that had an SNES, and we used to play, um, what's it called, uh, Donkey Kong Country. Hmm. And that was my first SNES game I ever played. And then one day, he was like, I have this game. It's called Breath of Fire. It's really cool. And it was my first like Japanese RPG cool. I've ever played. So um, I'm replaying it. It's really fun. I have a little handheld modded gaming device yeah you and your handhelds man and it, it plays really well and i love it and i also i realized that for the first time that there is a game boy advance remake of this game oh so i got the game boy advance version how they remake it on a game boy advance uh, it's slightly different colors the music is different it's faster it's designed okay. differently like it's a lot more it's not as grindy as those old okay. super nintendo games but I, I had to go back to the Super Nintendo. The nostalgia just hits too hard to play anything other than the Super Nintendo version. I think and, we all, we all have I games love, like that. I love this game. Yeah. Breath of Fire. Is what, that's what was the title? Yeah, it's a Capcom RPG. Their answer to like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. Mm. And it's very good. And it makes me want to play another Capcom RPG. One that's coming out this year. By the name of? Dragon's Final Dogma. Fa- oh. Did they, wait, did they do Final Fantasy? No, they do... That's Square, Square Enix. Enix. Dang it, dude. Again, I do that every like five time. Weeks I in do a row. that every single time. Yeah. No. Wow, I'm bad at they that. They have a game called Drag Dragon's Dogma Part Two that comes out this year. That's supposed to uh, a lot good. of the a lot of the, the hype for that game is like, oh, this might be another version of Baldur's Gate, which that seems like a lot. No, no, no. It's it's an action RPG. It's okay, not, okay. It's more like uh, Gauntlet. Yeah, I know you're, you're too. You're young. just yeah, you're too that young. does you just said uh, you just said a word there. I don't know what that is. <laughs> ah. Go All ahead. right. So I hear what you're games playing. I'm playing. Um the big one that I've gotten back into over the last basically the weekend was Rainbow Six Siege. Jump back into that. Yay! Have a stack. We're five stacking it. We're yeah. just going through the ranked. Uh my and, invite must have been yeah, lost, lost in, in the, the mail. mail, you know, just like you were sending artwork in the mail back in the day. I'm sending those <laughs> invites. Not to me. But it's a stack, dude. I've been playing with these guys. This is the group of people that I've played Rainbow Six Siege with since the beginning. Guess what? Sco Team 6, we would have happily invited you to play. Yeah, because that your crew is two. Yeah, but if we would have had six, yeah, I know our crew was I, five. No, see, I disagree. If, if James wanted to play, I'm like, hey, guys, we got six. You know what we would have done? I don't agree. We would have played a private I, match. I disagree with that. We would have played a private match. I disagree. I think you're lying to me right now. You'd have been like, oh, well, we're, we have, we're full. We're full stacked. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, I would have been like, All right, no, no problem. No problem. Uh, so yeah, Rainbow Six Siege playing uh, some Siege. There's a lot of map reworks that I have to remember. A lot of call outs that I don't remember whatsoever that I'm just, I'm basically making the, the inventing the call out on the fly. Have um, you ever seen a map design more bloated? I know it works. That's the point, though. I know I know it's balanced. Yeah. It's just when you look at it, you're right. like, how many corners that's, are in this room? But that's the point. I know. That's the point of the, that, and that's what I like. There's, like, plenty of rooms that, like, in, in like, houses or whatever in, mm-hmm. like, on Oregon. Yeah. It's like, this room doesn't make any sense in, like, an actual <laughs> layout of a house. But, of course, they have to have it because it works for a realistic it looks shooter. Like, it looks like all their maps look like a not a boy scout, but like a, like a clubhouse made by little boys. Yeah. Like a tree where, house where they keep adding stuff. Yeah. Their dream tree house. And they just keep, we got to add yeah. more. We got to keep adding stuff. And yeah. it's like nooks and crannies and monster like, closets why is this everywhere. Here? Yeah. It's no. because I mean, this fair. character can run through walls. Right. Yeah, exactly. They have to have the extra, the extra area for like barricades and whatnot in mm-hmm. order to put them into the walls. But yeah, I mean, I love this game. So do I. I love it. It's my, it's probably my favorite first person shooter multiplayer wise. Just, Honestly, in the last five plus years, because I didn't really, I didn't play it that hard when it first came out. It is sad that the, the, the Rainbow Six Siege that I loved when it first came out, the first couple years mm. doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it's a different game. So like if there was a Rainbow Six Siege one and a Rainbow Six Siege two, kind of like Overwatch. Yeah. I, I would be like, oh, I want to play Rainbow Six one again. Or be right. like, I'd be like, oh, Rainbow Six Siege two is not as good as one, but one doesn't exist anymore. I, yeah, the original house is gone. 
Right. But I think it they rotated enough because there are still some of those maps, the original maps that are in there that you could play that haven't changed that much. They've gone through some reworks. But like Cafe Dostoyevsky, which in my opinion is the best map in the game, um, I think it went through like one rework when it first came out, when the like at the very beginning of the game, and then they haven't touched it since because it's been done so well. So I, I think there is still some of that in in that game, some of the 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 inklings of the original version yeah. of that game, and a lot of the original characters are still very useful. Like they're still yeah, a lot are. of those OG characters are still very very useful. Well, last time when we played last year, um. Yeah, people were still picking. Yeah, like Thermite is still a very a favorite hard breacher. Yeah, it's still Thatcher, Thermite. Mm-hmm. That's uh, still the comp. My guy. Yeah. Capcan. Yeah, Capcan's still very popular as well. So it's not like they've really gotten away. They just introduced more um, more characters to provide different counters to each character, which I like. They they really, and they have metas, of course, obviously. But again, one thing that, uh, that, uh, that competitive games do, that every, or at least Rainbow Six does, very well as they offer um, character bans at the start of every single game in ranked, which is something that should happen in any character uh, shooter or any uh, uh, hero shooter, essentially for uh, ranked play. And it works out very well. Yeah. So, yeah. Rainbow Six Siege has been the big one. Uh, I've been playing some party games. I like super mega baseball four, which yeah. here's a hot take for you. That's the best arc sports arcade game out on any console right now. That's funny. I heard good things. It's good. It's heard, actually a very was, good game. There was a game last year, or is is this a new version of last year's game, or is it the yeah, same no, game? This, well, this one came out, I want to say this one came out right around the same time that the last MLB The Show came out. Okay. But they don't they don't put one out every year. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's honestly a pretty solid baseball game, and it's funny. It's just kind of comedic as well. So, cool. it, it, which is crazy to me that that's probably the best arcade sports game because there are so many opportunities for um, like a good like remember remember like um NBA, NBA street NFL street yes they're just gone yeah NFL that doesn't Extreme. exist anymore yeah, yeah. those are great games. it sucks um the best baseball arcade game is the baseball the game that came out in the arcades oh. called baseball all-stars by neo geo what about the bigs you remember the bigs? the bigs yeah i do yeah that one was fun too. It was Midway, right? It was the same people that I did. I think it was that did Blitz. Blitz wow, yeah. no wonder I like it. Yeah. Duh. Um, so yeah, that's a good game. Overcooked. I played some Overcooked as well. I love Overcooked. I got my wife to play Overcooked. Does she hate it? She gets frustrated with it. Odin, my son, likes it. Yeah. But she likes to play her unpacking game, which is weird. Yeah, that's a great game. Shout out Melody. You you got a weird taste, I'll be honest with you. Well, she doesn't like video games. I know, but that's like you know, there's, a, such a there's like a random, million people like, that love that game. Well, I, I don't doubt it. Unpacking, for people who don't know, it's a pixel It's exactly game. what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a pixel game, kind of like a Super Nintendo-inspired pixel art game. But you unpack your room. You unpack room. things. You start as a young girl, and you're packing your room. And then you move into a like an apartment, or you go to school, and then you get an apartment. And the story is being told through all the stuff that you keep when you unpack your new house or yeah. your new room or whatever. And you can have like a, a teddy bear that looks like it's been weathered. Yeah. And then you see marriage like, Oh, this is my photo of when we get married. And then like, this is my divorce papers. It's stuff like that. It's environmental a, storing telling storytelling. Yeah, yeah. But right on the nose. Right. L- like very literally environmental <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. Yes. Cause they don't do anything else. All you do things. is unpack things yeah. and organize your house, your little pixel house. And then you're like, wow, that keyboard looks weathered. Hold on. I got to move it over here. Yep. And people do funny <laughs> things. They're like, I'm going to stack. Like, you, if you're bath, you get a higher score. If you're, if you're more tidy, right. And that's my wife is a tidy person. So she likes to right up her alley. She likes to design bathrooms. Yeah. By, Putting the stuff where they belong. Yeah. And then, she, what, you know what you should do? This is a type A type of game. I shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast, but you should do big old prank. Get an unpacked, her most recent save, and just put like clothes in the oven and stuff. And yeah. then just leave it and there. See, you should be like, Taylor. what is going on here? <laughs> She'll freak out. That's, That's a not idea. a bad idea. Like pranked you. I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. What you can do is uh, do that in real life and go to the kitchen and put all like the, um, her spices in a different mm-hmm. Oh, in a different cupboard. Yeah, true. She will kill me if I did that. Silverware in a different cupboard. Yeah, we're missing spoons for yeah. some reason. Are, are you being for real? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. You told me about this. I, I have I have this really deep fear of losing my mind. And, you, and one day I feel like I don't I'm going to 
wake up and I'm going to be outside burying a bunch of spoons. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I guess. What's the more... And I, if we're missing spoons. What's the more plausible case here? Somebody's coming in and just taking spoons from your house while you're sleeping? Or maybe you're a sleepwalker and you take spoons and bury them in your backyard? Or we're unconsciously just throwing them away in the garbage? No, I like to do the other two, though, because yeah. I want you to pick which one you think is more, more scary. No, the sca- it's losing my mind. <laughs> I would rather have a, a be like I'm setting up a camera. If I set up a camera on my silverware and I saw a stranger, in the house. a stranger that keeps coming in the house every day, stealing uh. our spoons. If I saw that compare that. And, and if I saw that one day and then I watch another one, another scenario where it's me sleepwalking, doing it, mm. the sleepwalking grants what? unconscious. That's way scarier. Oh you would see that. You'd see scarier. the guy taking your spoons and be like, and he oh, smiles at the camera. You'd be like, oh, thank God. I'm yes, not losing my mind. Exactly. I would. <laughs> I'd be like, now I can shoot somebody. It's, it's, like, paranormal, it's like paranormal activity. <laughs> Sorry. For spoons, though. I love, I, dude, that's so funny. Yeah, that's, that's a great story. That's a terrifying thought for me. What if it, yeah, but it's probably you guys just like putting it in the garbage and not thinking about it. Yeah. I More think, than likely. I think, uh, what's it called? What's it called? The mental thing that old folks get. Um, uh, Alzheimer's. Oh yeah, that's Alzheimer's, terrifying. Alzheimer's is very terrifying to me. Uh, uh, oh wait, no, I was going to see Muhammad Ali, but he had Parkinson's. Parkinson's, not different. Alzheimer's. Never mind. mind. Not even close, James. I'm sorry. They all had they they do sons at the end, so I'm like, you know, prefix has got to be in there somewhere. Yeah. All right, Anyways. hey, that's the hey, end of the show, it. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in Good to show. episode 32 this week of Active Reload. Please remember to leave a rating on this podcast wherever you get your pod, uh, wherever you get your podcast. If you leave a rating on this podcast and I see you in the streets and you say you left a rating and you show it to me, yeah, I will dap you up and I'll give you a hug. Good. That's a, Jamie, a Jimmy T promise right there. Yeah, I, I will do I, it. I'm living proof that it worked. It's true. I gave him a, a little dap and I gave him a hug because he rated my other podcast. We yeah. just worked our podcast. No, no, no plug. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much again for tuning in. That's Grant. I'm James. We're out. It's Hi Hachi, everybody. Yeah.